For RCR Wireless News, I'm Sean Kinney, and I'd like to welcome you to a four-part podcast series presented in partnership with Nextivity. Over the course of this series, our goal is to take stock of what constitutes a robust enterprise wireless strategy, particularly the role of both public and private cellular in enabling really transformative change in business efficiency. This big idea of Industry 4.0 wherein new types of business value are unlocked through the strategic use of a range of technology builds on its predecessors as a reminder those are mechanization, mass production, then the introduction of IT systems. And in many ways, wireless connectivity, particularly cellular, is foundational to that Industry 4.0 vision. So with that, let's kick things off with Stephen Cowell, Nextivity's Chief Commercial Officer. So thanks for your time on this, Stephen. I'm looking forward to this and to future conversations. Hey, Sean, as always, it's great to be back with you, and I appreciate you having me on again. Stephen, in the context of this vision of Industry 4.0 and the business efficiencies that come with it, middle prizes can struggle to keep up to date with all of the technology options available to them. At the same time, they know they need to embrace digital transformation to really thrive long term. So how do they start and what do you tell your customers who want to go down this path? Well, Sean, one of the uh, universal truths about Industry 4.0 and the amount of data being generated is that no matter what kind of people, devices, objects, et cetera, are employed, they have to be connected, right? We, We want everything to be connected. We want data from everything. So I'd say that's really the good place to start is with your network infrastructure and considering connectivity is a strategic discussion. I mean, if you think about it, it's the companies that take this into account that are not only going to outpace their competition, but they're going to outpace the markets. Use of technology in Industry 4.0 is a strategic differentiator. It doesn't happen by accident, and it definitely requires a strategy. So in addition to the need to invest in wireless technologies, middle prize decision makers also need to make those investments based on a comprehensive wireless strategy. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, with the pace of change and the lines of traditional telecom blurring, there's a lot of options out there for keeping connected. You know, just like most things in life, they all have pros and cons. Things like speed, cost, ease of use, total cost of ownership, security, coverage, bandwidth and the ability of your existing resources to actually manage all these systems, right? When you look at this, you have to consider all the various technologies holistically, not just individually, and more optimally, you know, how do you future-proof these schemes that you're doing and how do you prepare for what's coming? That's always the hardest part, right? You can, you can anticipate what's going on today, but can you anticipate what's going on in the future? And you don't really want your future to be compromised by, you know, having competing vendors, integrators, they're all telling you different things that what they have is the best solution, you know, and it's because it's what they have to sell. What you really need to do is think about the totality of your needs, not just now, but what you can anticipate in the future. Stephen, maybe now can you walk us through the key elements of a complete wireless strategy? Yeah, you know, when you look at enterprises today, Every single one of them have a Wi-Fi strategy, right? That's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Everybody has a Wi-Fi strategy in most enterprises. But when you start thinking about it, there's other wireless technologies that they have to consider. And our, it's our view that you need to take all four of these into account. You have your Wi-Fi, but then you have public cellular coverage, 
right? Do your phones work when they come in the building? Do they work for all carriers when they come in the building? Then there's something called CBRS or private cellular coverage. How are you going to use that in the future? Why would you use it? What are the advantages of doing it? And then we all know about these low power sensor networks that, uh, you know, there's more and more and more of these devices being put in every day. You need to take that into account. And if you're not thinking about all four, you're going to have an incomplete strategy. You called out public cellular there as a key element. I think every enterprise is already using Wi-Fi, but public cellular, very important and maybe a bit overlooked. So how should buyers be thinking about public cellular? Yeah, what they really need to really realize is that the network operators out there, they've spent billions and billions of dollars competing with, with one another to build these powerful, robust, you know, high throughput cellular networks. Yet, as soon as you walk into the door of a building, those networks, you know, it, the way the buildings are built, you know, whether it be low E glass, whether it be uh, cement buildings, all of these materials and the way that they build buildings today, it renders this massive power of the macro network basically useless inside of the building. Everybody struggles with, you know, this connectivity issue when you get in there. Figuring out how to bring that readily available macro network connection inside the building has got to be a part of everybody's plan. Today's cellular connectivity, it's not just a luxury. It's not just a nice to have. If you think about it, it's a must. Employees, customers, vendors, they all expect connectivity to be present when they get in the building for their cellular devices. And you know, when it's not there, it can be a safety issue, productivity issue, customer satisfaction issue. They all go down when you don't have cellular connectivity. So bringing the public cellular network into the building, it's just got to be a must for every enterprise out there. Beyond Wi-Fi and public cellular, there's also a lot of attention around private cellular networks and low-power sensor networks. How do these two complementary technologies fit into a middle-price wireless strategy? What's the kind of near-term opportunity? Well, when you look at this, we've all experienced lights turning on when you enter a room, right? And that's due to an occupancy sensor that's there. It's, a, it's the simplest kind of sensor technology. It's probably one of the most widely used sensor technologies that we have out there today. It helps with saving energy. You know, it, it helps with uh, you know productivity. People don't have to walk to other sides of the room for light switches. That is a really simple use of sensor network. But today, more people are using sensors for employee tracking, asset tracking, environmental sensing patterns, you know, the way work and productivity happen inside of a building, and they're using machine learning to kind of gather all this data. Sensors are just really one area that people are going to use private networking. Um, but another area that they're going to do this is going to be really around anything that is a low latency mobile application that requires high security. You know, the private networking out there has all of these things in, right? If you think about it, Situations like uh, a distribution facility with robotic pick, pack, and ship. These robots, they don't send a lot of data. It's just really the graphics of where they need to go or what they need to pick up, but they cannot handle latency. If there's latency and they're a couple inches off, they'll drop pallets, they'll drop boxes. It can become safety issues. You know, these are areas that private network is going to work very well because it's a low latency connection. It's high security. It's inherently built into cellular and these devices don't, they can't be disconnected. And when you think about, you know, private networking versus cellular, which we're going to talk about in another episode, um, 
The difference there is how they handle handoffs, how they handle mobility, how they handle security. So based on all this, with companies realizing that they can get a low latency, high secure, high mobile um, type connectivity, I think you're going to see a lot of growth in private networking and sensor networking throughout the enterprise and the middle prize. And Stephen, you shared across a statistic with me that by 2030, there will be 30 to 50 billion connected devices, including billions of the types of sensors we just discussed. As this vision, uh, which is a big part of Industry 4.0, comes to life, do you see it being heavily weighted toward very large global companies, or do you see adoption also accelerating in this middle prize space? So I think it's just the, the need, right? If you think about it, people want to be able to make decisions, right? So when you heard me talk about like the sensors, when you walked into a room and the light turns on, that's just a creature comfort, right? They're not making a lot of decisions off of that. The other things that I spoke about, about asset tracking, productivity, people, it's this gathering of data that you need to have. So we need to have more sensors out in the network and I think that it's the companies that are want to use this data to become more efficient, to become more productive. They're the ones that are going to use it. And they're faced with some problems, right? If you, if you look at normal sensor networks, there's no clear standard for, you know, how they'll all run. You know, there'll be a lot of things from Zigbee and Loran and low-tooth blue energy or, um, yeah, Bluetooth low energy. Um, that's a problem. You know, how do you power all these sensors? You know, what about the interconnectivity and, and the data and the gathering and the security and all this stuff? So while I think there is a huge driving need for private networking that will drive all of this sensor usage because people want to make decisions and better their business, it is it is quite overcome with uh, some complexities. And, you know, I think as we move forward into some discussions where we'll bring in our CEO to talk about this, I think that uh, we'll be able to make it clear on how to overcome some of these challenges for the companies that want to be the most successful in their markets. Stephen, thank you for taking us through those four pillars of an enterprise wireless strategy, uh, particularly the importance in there of public cellular. Great, Sean. Thank you very much. It was good talking to you again. You've also done a great job setting the stage for continuing this conversation, as you mentioned, with your CEO, where we're going to take a deeper dive into private networking. I'd encourage everyone in the audience that's listening to keep following along as we talk through various elements of a successful enterprise wireless strategy and really how that's critical for the digital transformation of businesses that are committed to this Industry 4.0 vision. 